The Old Goal of Truth is a proud member of the Creative Grapevine. Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Alex. And I'm Bryce. We're exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, and this past week, we studied Book 4. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season and read along with us. So, Alex, how are you doing this week? I am doing well. I think, I mean, in general, this this week felt pretty good looking back on it, uh, especially towards the end of the week. I started actually getting things done. That tends to be how it goes, unfortunately. Um, but I felt pretty productive this week. Nothing was really last second. Everything was kind of done and set up for podcasts, for um, any recording that I had to do, and I even did a little bit extra editing. So that felt good. At the same time, I'm I'm kind of starting to get a little bit overwhelmed realizing how quickly the end of the year is coming up and realizing how much I still have to get done. So I'm doing well, but still feeling overwhelmed. All right. Um, so what has kind of helped you um, through through this week not feel overwhelmed as much as, I guess, kind of you could have been? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess as usual, I think the biggest thing has been that I've spent a lot of time with friends this week. We did a little Friendsgiving thing, which was pretty much me and my roommates. And then Spencer and Haley uh, joined us as well. And that was really nice. That was good to get to sit down, spend some time with friends, chat about things. And and I got to talk to through a few things with Spencer and Haley that have kind of been weighing on my mind. And so that that I think was a big boon for my week. Um, and, and definitely helped me, uh, helped me get through this week. What about you? Um, how have things been this week for you? Oh, I've been super tired this week. Um, I just haven't, I, I feel like every single night I, I, I've woken up a couple times each night and I just, yeah, it hasn't been fun. (laughs) So I've just been super tired all week long. Yeah, no, I've been I've been lacking sleep this week too, but that's I think cuz I stay up too late. For you, you're just waking up in the middle of the night. Mhm. And uh have you like I don't I don't know, I know we've talked about this before. One thing you mentioned last week was putting technology away before you go to bed. Was that something you did at all this week? Um yes and no. Uh, There were some nights where I did, some nights I didn't. Um, There wasn't really a a difference in between the two, though, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel like it's the type of thing to take time. However, of course, you made it through this week. Was there anything that helped you through this week? I guess just kind of looking forward to to hanging out with some friends this weekend. So that was was nice. And actually, it's funny that you bring up uh, Friendsgiving. Um, because we're having Friendsgiving here, um, this coming Saturday. Nice. That'll be good. Well, and then you'll be able to report next week on it, I suppose. Um, I feel like this is kind of tangential, but maybe before we continue, I feel like this is the, almost like an anchor in, in my week, this discussion that I have with you every single week. It's the only thing that is planned absolutely regularly that I'm fully committed to attending to. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I think that also helps, and it makes it so that 
I don't know, I want a little bit more structure. And, and I think that's something we're going to talk about a little bit in this, in this conversation today. Uh, but with that, how'd you do on your physical goals? Um, this week I didn't actually have a physical goal. Um, although I will say that, um, kind of just continuing to make lunches and dinners and eat properly. Um, it's still, still going quite well. That's good. So that's good. Um, what about yourself, Alex? Um, so not super great. Uh, I did my walking, but I didn't really do anything other than that. So I'm pretty disappointed in my physical goals and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I can do to actually improve. I have some ideas that I'll, I'll kind of talk more about, but largely it comes back to that structure that I'm kind of looking at doing, um, which is, you know, getting, getting to bed at a specific time and waking up at a specific time and doing my walk at a more specific time. I think being more regular with that is something that's going to help me. But I think we can talk about that later on. For now, uh, we're going to jump into the discussion right after this quick ad break. Hey, future Alex here, just popping in to say that Bryce and I really enjoy doing this show. And given that you're listening to it, we hope you're enjoying it as well. If you are, and even if you're not, you can leave us a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash togot. That's ratethispodcast.com slash T-O-G-O-T. Thanks for studying with us. Now, back to the show. Okay, so, Bryce, what are your initial insights from book four of uh, Meditations? Uh <laughs> Even though it was like twice as long as the previous ones, I I only got one one major thing out of it mm-hmm. um, that I, that just kind of kept me thinking and and it was what things do we have like what temporal things do we have that we really don't need hmm. mm-hmm. and so I just kind of asked myself that question and and I and I had the thought I'm like wow, I guess that is actually right. Like, I do have a ton of stuff that, you know, frankly, I I don't need it. I'll, well, I guess we'll kind of have a bit more of a discussion um, into that a little bit more uh, later on because I do have a lot to say about it. But for, for you, Alex, what, what were your insights? Um, so I kind of got the, the same thing as you, uh, kind of the simplicity, you know, what do we really need? What really matters? Um, I also got a a big message about death and about the seasons in our lives and the things that are necessary in different moments and stuff. Uh, There's this huge um, consideration I find in this philosophy about what things are or are not in our control. And, And it kind of ties in with that simplicity of being a master of a few things. Uh, Marcus talks a lot about that in here about about focusing your commitment. And so leading into our general discussion, uh, let's talk about that that simplicity, both physically and I think mentally as well. I know for me there there's a lot of um, mental simplicity that I'm in need of. So because I'm scatterbrained, I have so many projects and I enjoy doing, 
so many different things. So this goes way against the simplicity thing. So what do you think, Bryce? Should I be more focused and are you focused? And maybe just in general, if you can take us on on to this discussion of of simplifying. You kind of made it a little hard by giving such a broad topic for, for simplifying. Um, especially when, when you were like, cause you just said about you being scatterbrained, you having all these different projects and stuff. And, and then me, I'm talking about kind of temporal stuff. <laughs> so, so there, there's, a, there's multiple different levels of simplifying. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one thing that, that I want to add to it just to make it a little bit more is life doesn't have to be as complicated as some people make it. Sometimes it's just a fact is a fact and there's, there's nothing around it. Right. Um, one, one thing that actually drives me nuts is, uh, every time I tell someone that I, I haven't been sleeping well, they, they go and say, they're like, oh, well, are you eating properly? Are you drinking properly? Have you tried melatonin? Have you tried this? Have you done that? And so on and so forth. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've heard this and just stop. (laughs) So it's just kind of like, I understand that, that these, that these people do care. Um, but at the same time, I mean, Sometimes people have heard the same advice over and over and over again, and it just drives them crazy. Because it's like, guys, I've heard this already. I know it doesn't work. Stop telling me it. And honestly, sometimes sometimes people just need you to say, I'm sorry to hear that. Is there anything that I can do to help? That's, that's interesting because we want to find solutions to things as human beings we see a problem and we try to fix it and i think it's interesting the kind of the way you see this frustration of you know you don't think i've tried that already kind of thing and so i don't know how do you how do you try and simplify your life in a way so that you're not you know, so that you're not constantly worried about these things or thinking about these things that maybe you've already tried or maybe you don't think will work for whatever reason. Is there something that you do to just keep it simple and and not worry about it and maybe accept that you're just a bad sleeper? I don't know if exactly this this answers your question. Um, but but one thing that that I've uh, done multiple times is even if I'm super tired or whatever, when someone says, Oh, how are you? I just tell them I'm good. Mm -hmm. Especially if I know that they're the type of person that says, or that would be like, all right, let's, let's fix this problem. Mm. Um, because sometimes people just want someone to listen to them. They, they don't want someone to say, okay, well you can fix this by doing this. And it's kind of sad to say, because, I mean, we should fix things, like we should take advice and fix things and, and grow, but at the same time, sometimes people just need someone to listen, especially if in, in cases like me with, with me not sleeping well, when someone says, oh, have you done this, have you done that, I'm sitting there, I'm like, yep, already tried, already listened to someone tell me that. 10 other people told me that 
and it just it kind of gets repetitive um and and you know sometimes i just want someone to to actually hear me say i'm tired and i'm not doing so well and like maybe them say oh well if you want someone to talk to i'm i'm here i can talk to you about it right if that's if that's what you want so a lot of the time you do actually have to leave things up like if 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 you're the the person um that's trying to help uh a lot of the time i find that you should leave it up to the person like you should offer but you should never uh go head first in that's that that is um that that is my opinion on on that i don't know if if that's yours but yeah that's that's mine on that one i i think that's interesting um because i think we do kind of we get too concerned and too wrapped up in other people's problems sometimes one of the things in in the book in the 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 section that we read today in book 4 he says now he says, now much time and leisure doth he gain who is not curious to know what his neighbor hath said or hath done or hath attempted, but only what he doth himself, not to look about upon the evil conditions of others, but to run on straight in the line without any loose or extravagant agitation. It just kind of has like this mind your beeswax kind of sound to it um and i do i do think that we're we're too worried about about people's issues and we kind of let that consume our lives uh definitely more than we should so i'm i'm curious though so i i am a scatterbrained person i have a lot of things that i enjoy doing a lot of things that i like doing and in this vein of simplicity, um, I, I'm asking for your advice. So feel free to give it. Feel free to try and solve my problem. Do you have any recommendations for how I can simplify my life? I know that already your life is pretty simplified um, in certain aspects, like for physical things. Um, we've had this conversation in the past where you, you don't really have much to your name. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and you do kind of, or at least as I understand it, is you, you do enjoy that, um, that, that you don't really have much to your name because you don't have so much stuff to actually worry about. When, when it comes to other things, I mean, with, with what you're, you're doing with these podcasts and, and work and stuff, it, it takes a lot of work and you do have to do a lot of things and you can end up being all over the place. As, as you said earlier, there's kind of a, a season for everything. And, you know, there's there's going to be a, a, a point in time where, where you won't have to do absolutely everything for work. Um, or you won't have to do absolutely everything for the podcast. Like, uh, I'm, I'm going to help you edit and stuff, right? I'm going to learn how to do that to, to help you out. So eventually, you won't actually have to do so much stuff. And and so you won't have to think about so much stuff. So that's... So there are times where, where you do have to think about a lot. But there's going to be other times where, where you don't have to think about much at all. 
Yeah, and I I do try and make sure that these things are not consuming my life, right? I do a lot of podcasting and I enjoy it, right? But I don't let it be the only thing to my name. I don't let it be the end all be all of my life. I often tell people that if a if a witch were to make herself known to me and she cursed me that I could no longer podcast ever again in my life, I would probably say, you know, do you mind if I like finish up the episodes I have in the can? Can I just edit them and post them and, you know, maybe make a goodbye episode for each show? But even if she said, no, that's not allowed, you're done, it's over, I feel like I would accept that. So maybe it's about um, what what you kind of have running your life and what you have controlling your life. And so another um, another question that that I have is kind of this idea of living in accordance with nature. I think that kind of ties in with this simplicity idea, this idea of minding your own business, um, kind of keeping it simple, living according to nature. What do you like? Because he, he kind of talks a little bit about that in here. What do you make of that? One thing that, that just popped into my mind was, you know, if the store's five minutes away, just walk there. Don't don't get in your car and drive over there um, because it's not far at all. And and I know that like we do need vehicles to to get around to places. A lot of people have to drive to their job that's an hour away. Um, if you end up walking or biking or whatever, um, but there are definitely good ways to to take care of the environment that does keep things simple. Because you know what, um, going outside is is really good for your health. And so if, if you're outside a little bit more, then that can help simplify your life because you don't have so much on your mind, so much stress, stress and things like that. Right, right. And I, I agree with you, but I should probably clarify what I mean by nature. By nature, I don't mean trees. By nature, I mean existence. I mean, just, just reality in general, right? Um, you know, in this, in this context, I would probably consider even cars part of nature because they exist okay um i i would say i would say more in accordance with nature as in what exists remember a couple weeks ago when we talked about the serenity prayer yes yeah i was actually just thinking about that yeah and it's this idea of controlling what you can control but a, a lot of things are outside of your control yeah and accepting the things that you cannot control um, or cannot change. Um, yeah. And here, sorry, one, um, I'm just going to read this, this bit. It's, it's paragraph 19 in, in book four, at least in the copy that I have. It says who, it says whatsoever is expedient unto thee, O world. I replace that kind of with nature is exper- ex- is expedient unto me. Nothing can either be unseasonable unto me or out of date, which unto thee is seasonable. So just kind of going with the seasons, right? Just kind of letting letting reality run its course and do its thing um, 
as it sees fit. So not necessarily, although I agree with what you're saying about simplifying and, you know, going for a walk and being outside and, and the health that that brings, um, in this philosophical context, um, I read nature or, or the world more as what is outside of your control. Okay, sorry. Now repeat the question. Now that I understand what you mean by nature. Yeah, uh, I kind of forget. (laughs) I kind of forget the question. Um, But, I mean, just in general, do you have any thoughts about how you try to live in accordance with nature? Because I know, um, and forgive me if you don't feel this way, but I feel pretty confident that both you and I are control freaks. 100%. Yeah, and we we like to control as much as we can, and we like to be in charge and and just, you know, we're control freaks. If you know a control freak, Bryce and I are, are control freaks, and we have a hard time um, letting go of that control. So, of course, I think we are both less control freakish than we used to be like i like to think that we've both grown mm-hmm. a little bit yep. and perhaps live a little more in accordance with nature so how do you think that you've grown in that way and maybe how do you think that you might continue to grow in that way um i think again just kind of going with uh accepting the things that you can't change Honestly, like that is most definitely really hard to do. Um, I I think taking it one step at a time really helps. Mm-hmm. Instead of just these giant leaps, you just need to take one day at a time. If you're struggling with something that that you can't change, um, that's just kind of my my two cents on on that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good. I I think I'm in the same boat of this slow and steady change just kind of this upward thing because if you know we we make these baby steps and and i think that's excellent i um i i don't want to beat this horse too much um and i don't think we need to go on too long at length about this Uh, but do you have any more thoughts on this subject or is there there something else from the reading this week that you wanted to bring up um, I wanted to kind of talk about the best way to put it is decluttering uh, your life. So obviously we, we've spoken about how with you, you, you don't have much stuff at all. And, and, it, and it makes it easier for you because you, you move around quite a bit. You've been back here at home, you've been down at school, then here at home, and then down at school, and, and then you're coming back here soon, and, and then you're going to hopefully be... Uh, traveling a little bit Mm -hmm. and so it really helps to to have not a lot of stuff and 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 so that's that's one thing that that I've been thinking about lately is okay what don't I need what haven't I used because I mean we we just impulsively buy all the time just like, oh, I, I want this, or I need this, or those sorts of things. And then it starts adding up, and, and then you're like, oh, I don't have space. <laughs> you buy something, you bring it home, and you say, where am I supposed to put this? And so it's, it's something that has been on my mind, because I personally need to do that. 
Um, I've got a, a little storage room full of stuff that, I mean, I haven't looked at in forever, but then when I go and I open up the, the box of my stuffed animals from growing up, I, I look at it and I say, okay, well, this one's from this person that they gave me when this happened or things like that. Um, so I, I sit there, I'm like, I can't throw this away. And then there's other things where you look at it and you say, well, I spent a fair amount of money on this. <laughs> so I don't really want to throw it away because even though, sure, you've gotten your use out of it, um, it's just kind of become one of those things where you you just don't use it anymore. Um, but because you spent money on it, you don't want to get rid of it. And so it's finding a, a balance of... Uh, of what to actually do with your stuff. Um, my favorite was um, Alandra did a she was she was going through a bunch of stuff and she had a throwaway pile and she had a maybe I'll keep it maybe I'll throw it away pile. She did not have a pile that was I'm going to keep this. Right. Yeah, I remember we we've talked about that on the show before, which I think is awesome. Um, because a lot of the time we look at our physical things and we, we think, Oh no, I need that. Like you said, you know, maybe you spent a lot of money on it or maybe it was a gift from somebody. And one thing I've been working on because I came down to school more or less with two trips of my car, I had some help bringing things down, but my intention was that when I would return home for the last time that I would take two trips with my car so that I could take everything back with me. However, as I'm preparing to go home, it's clear that I have to fit it all in one trip. So I have to get rid of a lot of things. And something from this book that has helped me in my mentality of, of, of needing to get rid of these things is um, in, in paragraph 28, he says, those words which once were common and ordinary are now become obscure and obsolete. So everything changes. And he goes on in that paragraph and elsewhere in this section, in this book, th saying that, you know, everything passes away. We all die eventually and we will all ultimately be forgotten, even if you are remembered by somebody who is who is important to you, right? If you have a child, they might remember you. But then what about when they die? Their child won't remember you as well, right? There's going to be these little things. I mean, even Marcus Aurelius, okay, so we know the guy's name, right? We know he was a Roman emperor, congrats, and we've got some of his writings, like good for him, right? But we don't know him, right? We don't have volumes and volumes of his journals we don't have his favorite teddy bear we don't have you know oh the baby clothes he would wear right where we get so obsessed about these these memories that are in these things when in reality if we're remembered at all we might be remembered for one small thing right and if we're lucky we might be remembered in name only by our descendants and so I think it's, you know, 
it's nice to think that these things are really important, but I like this perspective of it's not that important. And it has made me feel more comfortable about uh, donating things or if it's just garbage that I've more or less been holding on to about just getting rid of it because all it does is every year or two, I sit down, look at it and say, ah, that was nice, wasn't it? And then I move on, right? Um, yeah, so that that's kind of my <laughs> kind of my rant on on keeping things. And it's only in the past year that I've really begun to embrace that idea of, well, uh, pretty much all of my stuff isn't that important. You know, when, when someone passes away and it's down to their children to, to go through their stuff, they're going to sit there and say, don't need this, don't need this, don't need this, don't need this, and just, like, start throwing it away, right? Um, obviously, there's going to be some things where, where they keep, because, I mean, I sure hope that my kids keep my Lego, because mm -hmm. I've got a lot of it, and if they just straight up threw it away, <laughs> that would be really really sad yeah like you, you know you want to be remembered and you want these things to be kept but you know i mean at the end of the day you're not going to be using it right and i think there are certain things maybe you know keep a few heirlooms maybe it really does bring you joy maybe it does make you happy but i think a lot of the time we overvalue things um, so there, th those are my my thoughts on simplicity. Um, anything else you wanted to bring up with that? No, that was just kind of all of it. Um, just the fact that, you know, we, we think that we don't have enough stuff, but we definitely do, and most of the time we have too much stuff. Oh, totally. We have way too much stuff. All right, so we're going to have a quick ad break, and then we'll be back to talk about how we are going to improve this week. Hey, future Alex here, just popping in to say that Bryce and I really enjoy doing this show. And given that you're listening to it, we hope you're enjoying it as well. If you are, and even if you're not, you can leave us a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash togot. That's ratethispodcast.com slash T-O-G-O-T. Thanks for studying with us. Now, back to the show. Okay, Bryce, fill me in. What is it you're going to improve this week? Okay, well, I'm, I'm sure that uh, everyone has guessed it by now, but I am going to do more decluttering and go through my stuff and start getting rid of a ton of it. Um, one thing, Alandra gave me this idea, um, but one thing I've got ordered is um, some uh, storage vacuum seal bags. And so I have a ton of blankets and trust me, blankets are really handy. So it's one of those things where, you know, you would want to throw it away because you just have so many, but because of how handy they are, you shouldn't. Um, because I've had nights where it's just so cold that I've thrown five blankets on top of me because I was that cold. Um, anyways, so... I, I'm getting these um, storage bags that will compress my blankets down a ton so that I can um, 
not technically store them, but store them in a convenient place where it's easy enough to grab them if I need them. Yeah, so so kind of compacting that, but then decluttering other stuff that I have, because some stuff that I have, I know I can most definitely get rid of. It's just, I haven't done it yet, and I need to do it. Smart. I like it. Um, what about yourself? What are you going to improve on this week? So, like you, I kind of decided to pick one thing that I want to focus on. Um, I mean, simplicity. That's kind of what our conversation was about today. So, uh, I'm going to meditate this week. I'm going to sit and let my mind remain unoccupied. I tend to, when I'm sitting, you know, pull up social media, go on Reddit, go on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, whatever, and just, you know, veg out a little bit. But I'd like to take some time to just think and and quiet my mind a little bit. So as much as I'd like to say that I'll do the ropes and I'm going to eat better and I'm going to do this and do that, I'm going to try and do those things, right? That's included I think, you know, those are kind of general things that I want to be better at. Uh, but I think what's most important is that I need to kind of, in the book, he talks about um, retiring into your own soul. And I, I think that's something that's going to um, really help me. So I'm going to try and be intentional about that. And with that idea of intention, I just want to share one more little quote from the book. He says, let nothing be done rashly and at random, but all things according to the most exact and perfect rules of art. I really like that idea. Um, and so I, I'm going to continue trying to be more intentional with my life, starting with meditation and letting my mind uh, just empty so that I can focus on the things that I need to focus on. That'll be really good. Um, honestly, I should probably meditate too. Um, might actually help me sleep a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I've tried it, it before and it was kind of a, an, an iffy result. Um, there were a couple of nights that I slept well um, or better, uh, but there's still a number of nights that I didn't sleep well at all. I, I know I know anyways that meditation is actually good for your health. Um, so yeah, and it might be a consistency thing. So yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna do that. You're welcome to join me if you want. We're gonna follow up on that next week and and probably chat about it a bit this week. Hopefully we can have a few phone calls too. But with that, that does it for this edition of the old goal of truth. For next week, Join us in studying Book 5 of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.